Hello and welcome to Season 3 of Solution Systems Podcast. I'm Michael Intravertolo for Solution Systems, which is a gold-certified ERP partner and a certified cloud partner based out of the Chicagoland area. The first thing I'd like to start talking to you about is that we have some exciting uh, new changes that have happened with the podcast. We've completely revamped the podcast to make it more entertaining and informative for you, the listener. Our new podcast name is A Shot of Business Central with a Beer, and just as the title alludes to, we'll be discussing business central topics and craft beers while enjoying a cold one ourselves. So this podcast not only has a new name, but it has a new format and a new co-host as well. Uh, And without further ado, I present to you the man who actually brought the beer, Mr. Ken Sebahar. So Ken, why don't you... uh, Tell the people a little bit about yourself and uh, what it is you brought for us today. All right. Thank you, Michael. I am super excited to be here and loving being part of this. Uh, Thank you for uh, including me and and, uh, taking some of my suggestions. Um, So, yeah, so with this new format, um, what we're going to be doing is each podcast, we're going to focus on one specific craft brew. Uh, we're going to figure out, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the brewer, uh, where it's made, uh, and, a, and a little bit some fun facts about the beer maybe. And then of course, you know, we're going to have to share our, our thoughts uh, on the beer with you as we go through this. Um, so we're going to talk about beer. We're also going to talk about shots, uh, except, right, not shots. Not liquid shots. Like you're thinking. Um, but shots of business central so some news updates uh, feature spotlights and also uh, some app spotlights where we're going to we're going to focus on some apps that are available on app source uh, and talk about those a little bit um and so yeah so i'm drinking taking a drink right now here and uh let's do a little quick toast All here right. to our first uh a shot of business central with a beer podcast That's right. first one and we're going to get it rolling here so right off the bat, it's a uh, it's a very good beer. Um, what is it? Uh, yeah, three, so three Floyds. Yeah, so what what we're drinking is uh, a beer called Zombie Dust. Oh. So uh, Zombie Dust is probably the the most well known of uh, beers that are made by a brewery called Three Floyds uh, Brewing, which nice. is uh, based in Munster, Indiana. So it's kind of a local, yeah. uh, local to us here in the Chicago area. They're just right across the Indiana border, off of uh, just south of I eighty, Interstate oh, eighty. Not too bad. No, so so they're right there. They have a, a tasting room. Um, it's founded by you know two two brothers and their dad, back oh. in uh, the late nineteen nineties, nineteen ninety six, I think, and um, relatively new. Yeah, so so they've been uh, in two thousand. They moved to a, to a new facility in Munster, Indiana, um, and and uh, I think their brew, their beers are available throughout. I'm not sure regionally or probably yeah or, or nationally. Um, I do know that in 2018, uh, Three Floyds says here a uh, crap cracked the top 50 list of brewing companies by sales volume. Wow. So they're uh, number 49 overall brewery sales. Very nice. So I'm guessing they must be uh, must be a national brand. Um, 
but but this one here, zombie dust, uh, it's always hard. It's always been hard to get. Really. So I think they in you know, the Chicagoland area. You mean or? I think everywhere. Uh, I think you know it's 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 available year round if you go to their uh, brewery, their brewery yeah. in, in in Indiana. Uh, but trying to find it in a store has historically been very difficult, just because of the demand. So why why did you pick this beer that's localized in Indiana? Are you a uh, Notre Dame fan? Well, no. Um, <laughs> as this is our first uh, segment, I wanted to start with the best. Oh. So for me, uh, this is the gold standard. This is your gold standard. This huh? is it. Yeah. Uh, I'm beer. a little biased. I grew up not far from Munster, Indiana. Oh. Uh, so I, I'm able to frequent their brewery quite a bit. In my opinion, this is one of the original beers that started the whole craft, craft brewery scene, and, and specifically pale ales, American pale ales, IPAs, or India pale ales. Yeah. Uh, it's officially an American pale ale, or APA. Um, but it's, the, it's that fruity, super hoppy, little bit sweet mm -hmm. um, beer. It's made with like citra hops. Yeah, definitely get the um, super hoppy part. You know, 6.2% uh, alcohol. So it's oh. it's stronger than like a, a Miller a or Bud product. Yeah. But it's not, you don't taste that alcohol, right? No, 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 no. The, 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 that alcohol, like some of those 10 or 12% beers. Yeah, yeah, it really. Um, you don't really enjoy it as much. You don't taste it. So so I'm on a, so I'll, I'll, I'll you know, admit that in my beer rating, if you know, on so on our scale of zero of zero to one hundred, in rating a beer, uh, for me, Zombie Dust, I'm gonna put that right at the top. Really? At a hundred, yeah. Oh, okay. So so now so now is, we know. I'm setting yeah. the bar. Is, yeah, we gotta find something better than going forward for right it. away. <laughs> right. At least to match it, maybe maybe exceed it. Maybe yeah. I'll, you know what? Maybe I'm gonna go ninety eight. Oh, just to leave I'm a little gonna, bit of room. I'm going to so go can... 98. I want to give myself a little bit of leeway in the future. If you happen to come across something that's that's even a, a little, little bit better, better. I want to leave some room for there. So how so about yourself? For me, I'm going to put this at about, I'd give it a solid 94. It's a really good beer. Um, I tend to prefer more Mexican beers. So that's okay. why those those are going to be more, more of my top tier beers. But just because of that... Like a lager, pilsner. Yeah, like a, exactly. Like a Corona or yeah, Corona, Modelo, Pacifico. You ever mm, had a Pacifico? Right. Pacifico's yeah. not bad. Tecate is not not too bad. Yeah, there you go. Uh, but yeah, I'm gonna put it at yeah, a good solid 94. It's really good beer, hoppy. Um, I wouldn't say I would crack it open on a hot summer day though. Yeah, heavy. Would you? Yeah, it's a little bit more heavy than. Yeah, right. You know I, what I, mean? I agree. Uh, a hot summer day after I've been doing something outside to. Yeah, uh, if you, you want relaxing. something light, lighter, right, yeah, exactly. more crisp. Yeah, yeah. Right. No, I, 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 agree. I see that. Yeah, Corona light kind of comes to mind for me. Yeah. Uh, if I'm sitting on a super hot day. Yeah. Really exactly. thirsty. Um, right. Right. Yeah, you're Just not gonna drink. Lighter. You're probably not gonna drink a dozen of these. No, this is more uh, sit back and relax. Time. Yeah. If you got a nice cigar or something. Enjoy the flavor. <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so so that's our, our our focused beer. We'll probably come back through as as we go throughout the rest of this podcast and talk about it a little bit more and ask some more questions of each other and, and how yeah, we'll how see how it, it. We'll see how it gets as it warms up. <laughs> yeah, so I think um, in our next that's about it here for our next segment. We're going to be following this following up this beer with a shot. 
of Business Central. Shot of Business Central. All right, so we're going to talk a little bit about uh, Business Central. It's been a while since our last podcast. There's been many things that have happened, uh, a lot of new features, a lot of uh, uh, developmental uh, new features for that as well. So, Ken, what do you got over there? You got anything to talk about for uh yeah, I think, uh, you know, along with what you're saying, <clears throat> I think it's we should start with a timeline recap here. Mm-hmm. So, like, what's been going on? Um, let's go back to last fall. So, last fall, around October, Microsoft um, came out with this new uh, product, Microsoft Dynamics 365 Business Central. Long name. <laughs> <laughs> and... Um, you know, really what that was is is it's a new product that's based on a previous previous solution, right? Microsoft mm-hmm. Dynamics NAV. Right. And what Microsoft did was obviously kind of gave it a fresh name, Dynamics 365 Business Central, um, but also delivered it kind of as two separate solutions, two different options, two different deployment solutions. So you, you have... Um, the, the, big, the big major news was that there's a Microsoft-hosted version, right, that's yeah. available. Completely run on Microsoft's cloud. All you pay is a monthly subscription fee per user. And Microsoft deals with the infrastructure. They deal with the upgrading and keeping you current on, on the releases. Wow. Um, so that's really the, the big uh, announcement. But... They also took NAV, which it was previously known, rebranded it as Dynamics 365 Business Central, and called that the on-premise version. Mm. So for those who are running NAV or have always or, or otherwise love NAV and want to use it or are considering using it, it is still available. Microsoft Dynamics 365 Business Central on-premise. Now, does it have uh, a lot of the same functionality? Uh, does it have a lot of the same look? It has almost the full functionality between both products. Um, nice. there, are, there are going to be certain advantages if you're running on the Microsoft Cloud version, mm-hmm. where some of the integrations with, if you're running Office 365, or some of the Cortana artificial intelligence or Power BI, mm-hmm. those integrations are simpler to set up. They're like automatically enabled if you will, because you're authenticating through Office 365. So there, there are going to be some, some advantages to that. But if for whatever reason you still wanted an on-premise solution or just full control over the, the administration of the SQL Server database mm-hmm. or, or, or whatever, mm-hmm. you can still run the traditional kind of, quote, on-premise version, even if you're running that on an, on an Azure server. Oh, it's wow. a private cloud. You can effectively create your own private cloud, and now you have full administrative control over everything. Very nice. So is the private cloud quicker than the uh, multi-tenant cloud? In terms of speed? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the performance, I, here's what I would say, is the, the performance so far, we've had no, no negative feedback on the performance of the Microsoft Cloud-hosted yeah. version. Um, but having your own private cloud or on-premise server does give you yourself directly more control over adding horsepower. So if it is slow, you add as much RAM or processors as you want, right? Whereas on the Microsoft Cloud's hosted solution, right, 
Microsoft. Yeah. Microsoft is so, responsible for making sure your performance is good. So companies that are traditionally busier in a certain season of the year can ramp up power on their then, own cloud. Yes. So on their own right. private and cloud. Then decrease or, it when they're not as busy. Correct. Which could right. save them a little bit of money. Yeah, absolutely. We have customers that do that. So the and and, and what it is is you basically kind of um, you know temporarily shut down and just change your Azure. Uh, resource allocation mm. and then you restart your business central services and now you have doubled or tripled or whatever it is your nice. horsepower and it's 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 a pay-as-you-go model so if you happen to have that server jacked up for like two days and four hours you pay for that ex, extra capacity for two days for, and four hours oh very nice right very nice and just so the listeners know Ken is obviously a business central NAV expert, and yeah. it's, uh, it's kind of my job to uh, try and stump him during the podcast. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Appreciate so, that. Yeah, I'm going to give you a question here. Let's, uh -oh. see, let's see how it goes. Uh, business central, full cloud, multi-tenant, running in the cloud. Yeah. How far back can you retrieve information if something crashes? Um, well, there, in, in business central, there is no... Um, there's, there's no automatic data deletion or data archiving. If, you, if you're using Business Central, you've got your posting transactions in there. Those, transa those posted invoices, those general ledger journal entries or receivable entries, they're there mm -hmm. as long as you're running. So we have customers today that are running Dynamics NAV, right? The legacy yeah. probably solution for Business Central. Right. Uh, who have literally 20 years of data that they've accumulated within their uh, database. So do you know, though, is it possible if somebody deletes the data in the cloud to contact Microsoft and have it restored? Or If, well, I mean, there are, you mean someone at your organization? Yeah, let's say deletes a company Deletes yeah. the, the whole company? Yeah. Um, you know what? That's a good question. Oh, <laughs> off the bat. <laughs> that, that didn't take long. It's over. <laughs> um, so, so one, uh, one solution to that is that they have created what they call a sandbox environment. Yeah. So what, you can, what the customer, so the end user has the ability to do is at any point they can log into Business Central on the cloud and they can create a sandbox environment which is a full complete copy of their live production environment nice so they have all the data backed up if they need it right yeah then and there. you can use it obviously as backups or you could use it as um, for as a testing environment or training environment right so there's, there's a lot of different ways that you can use that um, gotta you, have it there are also tools that you can use if you're if, 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 if data uh, is a uh, concern mm -hmm. uh, where you can Called Power, a tool called Power Query, yeah. where you can directly pull data out of Business Central into tables or, yeah, or yeah, other so types of yeah. uh, right, data Just sets. Have it. Yeah. Beautiful. Very good. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't take you long. I just had experience that I'll tell you later. That's just why. stumped me, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, so, so going back, so that was October, right? So um, since then, Microsoft, on a regular basis, they apply... Uh, updates, fixes, and things like that to the cloud environment. Yeah. Uh, and, and then they came out with a spring release. So this is April 2019. 
uh, just last month, uh, they came out with this April release. And this April release is for both the Microsoft Cloud hosted and the on-premise version. Oh, which is different usually than the NAV uh, update release. It was right. generally once a year, the right? It previously was like a an annual release. Out. It yeah. was a NAV 2015, 2016, right, 2017. Right. Now it's more uh, a, a twice a year is the plan. So we'll, we'll expect a fall and a spring release nice. uh, coming out. And, and there's a, a document that's published, and it lists all of the features uh, that, that were released. I don't want to spoil my next segment here. Um, uh, we'll, we'll put in the show notes, though, so everybody can download it yeah. and take a look at it. But there's, there's, a, there's a lot of new features uh, that came out. So where we're at right now, so if you're running Business Central uh, in the cloud, you may say, well, hey, it, it's May. I don't see my updates. So... During the month of April, Microsoft has been rolling out the that spring release updates yeah. to all the different business central environments that it's hosting. Right. And it does that kind of piece by piece. We call them, they call them clusters mm -hmm. uh, of environments. So you may already have your business central yeah. um, environment updated. You may not. So what you want to do is, uh, if you're running in the cloud... Go to the global search, type uh -huh. in system information, and if you see an update that starts with 14 point something, you're updated. If you're at 13.5 something, you have not been updated yet. Right. Yep. So, um, and, and, and also, you do have the ability, which is really cool. So let's say you haven't been updated yet, but you know there's this release out there. If you go in, uh, your partner, so something that we can do on behalf of a customer, is we have the ability to build a new sandbox for our customers who are running Business Central. And we can actually specify that that sandbox uses the new version oh. called the preview version, right? So people can test out things before. Right. So you're running your live, up, your, your live version, and hey, there's this cool new spring 2019 update that's out there. Uh, this allows you to go in and, and actually build the sandbox with your data oh, and your, your extensions and apps in there and actually test it and see how it works and make sure everything's going to work before you schedule and confirm your live update. Now, I think, though, regardless, I think everybody has to be updated no matter what eventually, right? Eventually. Uh, you, you can't hold off and say, I don't, I don't want that update and not have it. I think so. Um, it might be now, a six month period or something. Yeah, now because, so yeah, because you can write extensions. You, you can write your own individual apps, if you will, for Business Central for you know, your specific environment. Something unique that like your business does. We need yeah. to add these fields here. Um, so Microsoft will run through, they'll, do, you know, they'll test, upgrade all the environments, and then it is possible that there's some sort of conflict. So that yeah. update could fail right right but you're, you're right there is a point where uh, you have to be on they will yeah. push you eventually now right. we're still really new right this is the first yeah. major updates that's come out yeah it's early may right now there are some environments that are still haven't been updated mm -hmm. microsoft is working on those we're working on a couple with them we you know so we expect those issues are going to be resolved shortly yeah um and then we're going to share with you on this podcast our experiences with updates 
and keep you up to date on yeah. you know what's going on and maybe give you some tips if we if we discover right. anything some to make it easier things, for you. Yeah, hey, by the way, don't do this, right? right? Or try to stay away yeah. from this. So um, so so that's kind of where we're at. Um, it's 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 being deployed right now. Uh, there are a ton of new features that are that are in there. Some pretty cool stuff. Um, we'll get to that in, in, in a little couple minutes here. But the other kind of two things I wanted to, to just touch on today was, um, you know, with Business Central, it is a cloud-hosted solution, and Microsoft is regularly applying updates mm -hmm. on a regular basis. Yeah. But that does not mean that you can't tailor it for your business. But instead of going in and updating the source code, you can't do that, right? Because if you're changing the source code, how could Microsoft then right. go update it? Yeah. But you can extend the functionality. So they call these extensions, or that's our term for like an yeah. app. And what that means is that we can take a piece of standard functionality within Business Central, and we can add things to it. So we could add fields to the customer table. We could then add business logic that does something with those fields. Or, or we add a report, right? And, and it's, I mean, we can virtually add anything, right? There's really no limit right. to what yeah. can be done. You need a whole kind of module built. We could build a whole yeah. you know, module within the Business Central environment. Um, and, and the way that we do that is through um, micro, standard Microsoft development tools. And this is one of the coolest new things is that the new, the new they call it the modern development environment, you do this using uh, Visual Studio Code, which is a Microsoft development tool. Yeah. I think it's, I don't, want, don't quote me, like the number one used developer tool in the world. Oh. Right? So there are literally you know, thousands of people all over the place that use Visual Studio Code to do their development for various different solutions. Yeah. So for us now in Business Central, to be able to leverage that huge community of, of developers who who now can go in and with the, without needing a, a special license or certification, right, can go begin building extensions for Business Central. It's huge. Yeah, it's gonna be a lot of extensions out there really soon. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So so that's that's one thing that we're really excited about here. We obviously are you know. Are building our own extensions. We're no. going to be publishing extensions and app source. Yeah. Um, we we're you know we're building custom extensions for our customers mm -hmm. as they need it. Um, so those are things we're doing every day. But um, that's one of the one of the cool coolest new things. And kind of the last kind of topic I wanted to touch on for our shot of Business Central today is uh, the feedback feature in Ooh, Business Central. This is new. So yeah, you're in Business Central, right? You've got some icons up on the top right. One of them is feedback. So if you click on feedback, you know you're looking for something, you don't like how something works. Yeah. Click on feedback, open it up, and you can directly provide your feedback to Microsoft. So right from Business Central, you can tell them whether or not you like it or don't like it. Correct. Or say- Or if you want to see something different. Yeah, hey, why can't I also do this? Yeah. And here's the, here's the best part. So that's, that's kind of cool. Because before, you'd have to go to a website, right? Yeah, and, 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 and I think it would go to, go to a website. There was a feedback. And it got voted on? or there was, Well, there was yeah. a community feedback site. And I'm going to say that for, for my own person, I don't want to speak for anyone else. I'm not really sure what happened to that. 
it kind of went out into the ether sphere, <laughs> right? Hits and, in the cloud. And, and, and whatever happened with that feedback? Well, here's what's different about Business Central. All that feedback is visible in there, right? And then you can see how many other people have voted on these different feature requests oh, or you? feedback, right? Right from Business Central? Yes. Oh, wow. So you can log in and go, oh, I, I, I do a search. and You can search inside the feedback for, yeah. for a certain thing. You're looking for uh, payment terms. Mm -hmm. So you search in payment terms. You, you find four articles. And you can see that, oh, there's one similar to what you're looking for. And like 400 people have already voted on this. Yeah. Or they like it, right? So you know if it's popular or whatnot. And right. the more popular, whatever, right. chances of it actually yeah. showing up in business And you can, you can also... So yeah, what what's what are the what are the big things people are asking for? You can sort that list based on the number of feedback likes. Oh, really? So you can see what the most popular thing is that's right. Wants. So and then what that means is you can now see what are the features that are most likely to be included in the next release. Yeah. Because Microsoft is using that. Yeah. They're looking at it. And in the spring release there have already been features mm -hmm. that were sitting out there in the feedback that now they, they, they're listening. Which basically. is great. I mean, that's, that's, it's the uh, customer's way of getting their voice heard and, and getting the features that they want. Microsoft is actually listening, which right. not a lot of uh, big companies do. No. And it's, it's great to see that community feedback. Yeah. You see that, and just to know that you're not the only one struggling with this or that others would like it. Mm -hmm. um, or maybe on the other hand, on the, the opposite, right? You're, you're, you're asking for this, go log in and check up on it. Yeah. Wait, no one else says, yeah. no one else likes that? <laughs> no one else has feedback yeah. on that? Okay. You might be a little crazy with what you want. <laughs> maybe, it's just, maybe it's just you. Right. Right. <laughs> so uh, so that, that, that's pretty cool. I check in on that periodically and see what some of the most, or the, the, you know, kind of the most popular ones are. Yeah. Uh, because it tells me what are, what are the things that are, are likely to maybe show up yeah. in the and next I think, release. I think, what is it, two months before the actual next release, which will be in October. So two months before that, Microsoft will uh, release their release notes, which will detail what's coming in the October release. Right. So always two months beforehand. Yeah. So that is it for my for my shot of yeah, business, shot of business central. central. You take, I did my shot. Take and, a swing of well. Of guess craft what? I, I finished my zombie dust. Oh, nice! And I, I'm ready for another one. <laughs> ready for number two. <laughs> so. Uh, All right. Well, yeah. start number two as we start the next section. All right. All right. So the next. Uh, feature section that we want to talk about is, well, this is actually our featured spotlight section, is uh, directions. There was actually a recent uh, directions co conference in Las Vegas. Uh, I had a lot of attendees, uh, a lot of good information. And uh, at Solution Systems, we had a couple people attend, and they brought back some uh, interesting tidbits. Yeah. Um, yeah, so. The first one I know of is that the, atten the attendant attendee count was over 905 Plus, which I believe is their highest ever for directions. I bet it is. Yeah. Yep. It's pretty. Uh, that's so, a lot. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna crack myself another another three Floyds. We we are moving on to number two. Day. Yeah. So um, yeah. So <clears throat> you've been to a directions. I have. 
right? Yep. Where was that? Where was that held? Uh, Arizona. 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 Yeah. Was that right outside of Phoenix? Was downtown, Cow- or was it at no. the Biltmore? No, it was at Cowboy or something Saloon. Uh, it wasn't in downtown because when we went for the actual uh, get together, we had to be bused into Phoenix downtown. So it was, was in the it desert. Was the Biltmore Resort? No. No. I think it was the Biltmore. No. Oh, okay. That was something Saloon. Saloon. Nice place though. It was actually called Saloon. Yeah. Oh, wow. Something Saloon. I must. I must have missed that one. I was at the first Direction partner. So Directions. I don't know if everyone knows this. So back in uh, 2000, I'm going to guess 2004. Mm-hmm. Um, there was there was really no get together for Microsoft Dynamics NAV partners to get together and, and collaborate and talk share stories, and share, yeah, yeah. right? And, and, and get together with ISV and you know, app vendors and, and things like that. So um, a group came up with this conference. The very first one was in Stone Mountain, Georgia, oh, just outside it? of Atlanta. <laughs> yeah, and so I, I attended that one. And that, I was thinking it was 04, so there have been probably about 15 yeah. directions conferences, 16, whatever it is. I've been to about a dozen of them. Wow. So I, I, I've missed so a few. The first one, how many uh, people would you say attended? Gosh, I, you know, it was more, it was like a few hundred. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, more than I would have expected. Yeah, it was a, a couple hundred people. Nice. Probably there. And then uh, most of them, over the years, you know, it's funny, uh, there's probably four to 600, you know, probably around 500 people, 600 yeah. people. But it's 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 great. It's a great community. Mm-hmm. You see the same people. <clears throat> oh, each time you go, yeah. Every time you go, you even see the same sort of the same people in each session that you go to. Right, a lot of the same people. Right, and, and 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 it it really creates a good community. Uh, um, and I think that the Dynamics NAV community and our Business Central community is is great. Yeah. Um, so this year, I I didn't go. Um, so we had uh, a couple other individ- few other individuals here attend so we're just sharing uh, some of the notes uh, that they gave yeah, right some definitely. of these some of the attendant accounts <clears throat> i'm a little bummed we didn't get to go uh it was in at the las Re- vegas you like yeah <laughs> the red rock casino and resort in vegas so you could try out the uh uh the one of the people who went for us is big on mechanical uh roulette <laughs> oh yeah, yeah yeah we gotta find out it was just this week i don't know did did he win uh and I think he, I think he lost a little bit. Him, him, and uh, Mark, Bob yeah. and Mark, both I think lost a little bit. Oh boy! But they're still holding true to their their philosophy. That <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, you mentioned like nine hundred attendees, um, and some of the figures that they shared uh, with with at the conference is <clears throat> there are currently over three million Dynamics users. Wow. Licensed users out there, so. That's, it's, it's a huge, crazy when you think about it, yeah. Right? Imagine that all these people show up to work every day and they log in and they're using Microsoft Dynamics yeah. products, right? So it's huge. Over 200,000 businesses running this. Yep. Um, now, in terms of Microsoft, uh, you know, the Business Central solution, uh, with the April 2019 spring release that they just came out with, over 350 new features. Wow. Right? That's amazing. Yeah. I mean, 350 new features on an ERP system. In just six wow. months. They just yeah, released just it months, in October. Yeah. So 
they're the spending, feedback, they're actually listening to the feedback. They're, they're, they're reinvesting that money. Yes. Those, that money that, you, that a user spends is getting reinvested on a regular basis back into the product. Yeah. So and they believe in the product. Yeah. I, I believe in, we believe in the product. Yes. Uh, I, I think the people that have used it uh, believe in the product. So I, I think the future is bright. Um, one of my favorite new features, we're going to talk about a few feature section here, session here. I'm going to, I'm going to save this one. My, my favorite <laughs> one, I'm going to, well, cliffhanger for later. Uh, <laughs> um, but one of the things is there are over 300 apps for business central now available on app source. It's crazy because what a year ago there was twelve maybe if something that. like that yeah if that yeah for the longest time yeah there was only a few so this is the the business central partner and development community who's been hard at work over the last six twelve months yeah building solutions uh, for business central yeah and I I can only imagine that if that if we if this product continues on at, at, at the trajectory it's at and, and continues with I mean, we've been so successful with NAV for years yeah. that this is going to continue to be successful. There may be over a thousand apps by oh, the end of the year. I, that, that's it, a good over/under. I completely agree with you. Right? Yep. I think it'd be right around a thousand, and um, then I think it's going to be twofold basically every year from then on. Then. Yeah. The the growth of the Dynamics 365 product line over fifty percent. Wow. Over a fifty percent growth rate uh, for the Dynamics product line. So that's huge. Um, you know, other features, we talked about the sandbox environment, how you can mm -hmm. copy all your data and extensions into there. Uh, you mentioned how the, the release notes for the October release. Oh, actually, June. Actually, more than two months. Right? Yeah. yeah. So in June, uh, we should have a preview of, of what's, what's coming up in there. Um, have you heard anything, though, when uh, uh, people can actually get into the sandbox and create a sandbox and use those features? You know, I, I, I don't, I, I only yeah. know that this uh, release, it was, it was about 30 days. Right. So I would assume that it will be approximately 30 Same days forward. Uh, yeah. before the release where you can go make a sandbox with, the, with those new yeah. features in there. Um, so so they're, they're continuing to, to invest a, a lot of money in there. Um, you know, they've improved the efficiency that there's rapid start data migration tools. Yeah. They've improved the speed over two times between the previous release. Oh, that's great. So they've, got, again, gotten the feedback yeah. from the community, and they've improved the performance of that. So you can convert your data faster uh, in there. So going back to you saying you're talking about they're reinvesting in the product and whatnot, <clears throat> I see that there's, uh, they're putting a lot of investments also into the uh, what they call the power platform, Power BI, Power Apps, and, yep. and Flow which are all great tools to basically help extend Business Central as well. Right. Yeah. Uh, so the, the whole Power Platform, Power BI, Power Apps, and, and Flow, these are, these are software solutions created by Microsoft, really that are kind of generic in nature. Mm -hmm. right? You can use these solutions to build your own, to build your own app yeah. that does whatever you need it to do. Yep. It could, it could have nothing to do with dynamics, want. right? Yep. Uh, and you can use Power BI as a business intelligence solution to connect to any data source. Yep. It, it is not just for Microsoft. No, not but, at all. But 
Microsoft is they're smart enough to to integrate these with Business Central. Mm -hmm. So when you're running Business Central Cloud, um, you have direct integration capabilities with Power BI and Apps yeah. and Flow. And, and there's a lot of workflow solutions mm -hmm. you can build with that, business intelligence, yeah. reporting, um, so that's pretty cool. And I, yeah. I've actually built a couple apps on Power Apps. It's, it's very easy, very, uh, you know, very quick to do. Are, but you I a, think, are you a developer? No, I'm not a developer, but I had to try it out. <laughs> so Look it's really you. simple, yeah, really simple. But I think the, one of the things that the biggest upside is Microsoft Flow. Uh, once they're able to put more commands in there to let you be able to say, to do, uh, you know, if, if I do this, then I can do that, I think people are really going to take advantage of that. Right. It's going to be amazing going forward. Could you build us an app to track our craft brew? Craft brews maybe, ratings, maybe the consumption, the rating, <laughs> ratings, yeah, consumption, yeah. Yeah. feedback. Definitely, we could do that. Right <laughs> there, you go. That, that's a, that's a good one. Speaking we'll, of that, these zombie dust are uh, going down pretty pretty smooth now. They're uh, they're very good. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I like. That. I can see why they're they're rated high. So how how long have you been drinking zombie dust for though? Um, you know, like I said, zombie dust is one of the original. Uh, Brews that, that that three Floyds made. Mm -hmm. I said I grew up around there. Yeah. So we Four. we were able to go to the brewery and get it yeah. locally. Like twelve, thirteen. I, I would say back, you know, it, it was when you know I, around like when you know Sam Adams. Oh, got popular. Was was popular, right? Yeah. A craft brew, right? You know? Right. Um, so like Sam Adams, Sierra Nevada. Yeah. Back in the early days. Right. Of, of, of craft brews um, is, is, is when I've been drinking this for. It's always been hard, difficult to get it. Um, so you don't, I went to a bar um, in the Chicago area um, and, and it was actually a restaurant, bar yeah. and restaurant. And I, I, I sat down um, with my lovely wife, Heather, and we sat down to eat and I looked at the specials menu and on the specials menu, was zombie dust. Oh, really? So I, the waitress <laughs> came over and I said, I go, oh, I go, hey, I see you have specials. You have zombie dust on the menu, huh? She goes, yeah. I said, wow, that's rare. I, I, I've not seen, yeah. you know, restaurants. You have, a, you have like a, a keg? She goes, yeah, we got one keg in. Oh, wow. I said, I, oh, that's awesome. <laughs> uh, I'm going to call my friends. She goes, well, you better hurry. It'll probably be gone by the end of the night. Wow. So it's popular. So it's got a, it's got a cold so, following basically. So I look around the restaurant. I'm not exaggerating. There were at least ten people I could see drinking, drinking a, a zombie dust wow. within eye shot of me because they they were serving them in a yeah. you know special glass. So you had to get it while you can get it. <laughs> right. So yeah. So so That's it's amazing. Been, it's, it's been a while. Yeah. All right. So let's see what else. Anything else that you notice from directions that uh um you know I I think um there's some partner stuff that people don't care. I mean one of the things I guess maybe maybe from a from a customer standpoint they care is that that they're good that um they're coming up with a new certification mm. a, a program for partners. Uh so in order to be certified for business central, they're bringing back some certification exams. Yeah. Uh, that you have to have. Uh, we're lucky, you know, we're like, you know, 40 employees. We've got a lot of people with a variety of skill sets. Mm -hmm. um, so, 
you know, historically these exams have been on things like financial management, uh, yeah. CRM, uh, trade, which is like distribution, yeah. manufacturing, uh, installation, and then development, right? Oh. So we're not too worried. I think <laughs> I think that it, you know it may become a, a, a differentiator um, between partners of yeah. of who's certified. Are you certified? Are you not certified? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm kind of on the fence about the whole thing. I think that you know. Uh, whether or not you have how many people certified, does that really, is that really an the indicator of, of how good you can how well you impl- right yeah, yeah. Uh, I think customer references yeah th- you know the number of customer references and those, those the quality of those mm-hmm. customer references is well, also, much more indicative yeah and right. also how long you've been in business for right not so, gonna stay in business if um, but you, you know you it's it's a positive sign it means that Microsoft cares. That who is implement who is helping their customers implement yeah. the software, right? So so from that perspective, uh, you know that that's good to see. So that's it. That's yeah, that's that's about it for the recap. Today's podcast is sponsored by our wonderful IT department. If you've got cyber criminals trying to rob your data. We've got virtual paddy wagons ready to round up those wannabe hamburgers. Contact us at info at solsys.com. So each podcast, we're going to highlight a specific uh, uh, feature of Business Central. And today we're going to talk a little bit about the uh, Outlook. Uh, I don't know. What do, you, what do you call it over there? The uh, Outlook... Uh, Contact. The integration, contact, yeah, contact insights, contact insights. It. Yeah. So I know Ken's got some notes on it and a few points he wants to touch on. Yeah. So so you know what we what we know right is how you sit at your desk most of the day, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you use Outlook all day long. All day. Right now. You're sitting. <laughs> you're sitting. Right. You're sitting there. Yep. You're looking at Outlook. Yep. Right. Yep. You're not alone. <laughs> Everyone does that, right? 100% true. Right? So one of the great new features of Business Central is that if you're using Office 365 for email, you can launch Business Central from within Outlook. Is that so? Yeah. So you're sitting there. You're working hard at whatever it is you do. Yeah. Bing! Here comes a new email. So you click when you, you, instead of just opening the email and having to then go into the ERP solution, look up the customer, find out what's going on, uh-huh. you can click on a button up on your ribbon called Contact Insights. Oh. What it does is it looks at the email address, the, the sender of the email, compares that to your contacts list in Business Central. And goes, oh, I know Tom Thomas. He works for Canon Group. He's one of your customers. And it displays the Canon Group's customer information right within Outlook. So what you're saying is that people can save time by not switching between applications and just stay in Outlook and ultimately become more productive and get more work done and make life a little bit easier based on 
this you, integration. Yes, if if you want to be you want to be lazy and just stay right, <laughs> stay in Outlook all day long. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> it's so hard. You got to minimize. You got to <laughs> click over somewhere else. Right. Right. You don't have to do that anymore. You're in, right Outlook, there in Outlook. Click a button. Oh, there's Canon Group. And by the way, once you once you, it's not just a view of the data. You can drill into information through Outlook. In Outlook. Oh. Nice. You never launch Business Central. You're in Outlook. The customer sends you an email and it says, Hey Ken, when is my order for uh, you know number one, two, three gonna ship? I can click in Outlook on a little there's a pane that opens on the right side. Mm -hmm. I can click on a on a tile that shows my open orders, open the order and see what that expected shipment date is. Right from with Outlook. That's amazing. I can create New orders. Customer wants to order five new widgets. Right from Outlook. I can create that order and I can send them an email confirmation of their order without leaving Outlook. So is this using maybe the uh, Cortana intelligence to a point where it recognizes what's in Outlook or is it just basically scanning Outlook and looking for keywords and, yeah. and knowing that? So yeah, so there, there's, well there's, it's, I would kind of put it as two separate features. Mm -hmm. The first is the ability to launch the customer or vendor's information, mm -hmm. right? Right from within Outlook, within yeah. Business Central. The second thing is there is artificial intelligence or machine learning or yeah. whatever you call Smart it, Cortana yeah. uh, built in. So if the customer in the body of their email, it happens to say, I want five widgets and 10 panels, side panels, um, it will suggest quote or order lines for you. Nice. Based on the data within the body of the email. Very nice. Yep. This um, only works with Office 365? Yeah, you have to be running right e now? Exchange Online, so your email has to be running through um, Exchange Online or running Office 365 uh, for Very email. Nice. Um, but but it's, it's, you know, in, in addition to running on the app, right, on your tablet or your phone, which you can do with Business Central, mm -hmm. a lot of people work in Outlook. Yeah. So, you know, from a from a usability standpoint, the the fact that you can sit in Outlook, get an email, click on a button, and have full access to that vendor or that customer or contacts information right there, without having to leave Outlook, uh, is, is we think a huge new feature oh, uh, yeah. and a differentiator. Right. I mean, who who who's not going to like that? Everybody's going to like that. That uses Outlook and Business Central. Maybe someone who doesn't run Outlook. Maybe they maybe, maybe. Yeah. but then they can't use. Maybe it, so. they won't like. Yeah. Maybe they won't like. They still it. want to go in their hotmail. Right. So their <laughs> pop account, whatever they can do that. Right. Um, but yeah. So so it is. Uh, yeah. Obviously, you know. Right. It's part of the vision of Microsoft that you're you're using Office 365. You're using Business Central. Yeah. Full integration between the right. two, the almost seamless. One concept. Right. We kind of think of it like Business Central is becoming a. It's almost like a. It's just a part of your office experience. It almost is, right? right? Well, exactly. Yeah, the whole Dynamics 365 family is just, right. it's everything that you need. The Dyna yeah, Dynamics 365, Office 365, you really don't need too much more. Right. And yeah, that, that's the vision. So, nice. so yeah, so we, we think uh, this is a great feature that's included with Business Central. Um, again, probably 349 more <laughs> you know, new features out there to, yeah. to go check out with the spring update. Um, so, but, but that's one we think is worth mentioning. 
Uh, do you think this is something that the uh, customer can uh, set up by themselves, or do they need an expert like us to do it? No, customers should be able to do this on their own. Oh, even better. Uh, we're, for you guys. We're, we're available to help, to assist, and, and walk through. Um, there, you know, there's kind of there's set up wizards mm-hmm. within Business Central, uh, you know, and, and, and how you authenticate and everything. Right. Um, and there's plenty of videos online that, that walk through Documents, these types of things yeah. too, and online help. So. So hey, integration is good. Kind of like integrating this. Uh, Beer with some peanuts, maybe, in our next podcast. <laughs> you know what? We do need snacks, don't we? <laughs> Just beer? That's yeah. all right. We, yeah, yeah we're we'll learn as we go. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Yeah, this is our maiden voyage here. That's right. <laughs> so, uh, you know, next month we'll, we'll, be, we'll be drinking something else. Yeah. And, and, and you get to be in charge of the beer, I'll, get, I'll be in charge of the snacks. There you go. <laughs> now we're talking. That's right. I'm in. We'll see. All right. So for one of our last, uh, one of our last two segments, we're going to talk about... Uh, this week it's going to be a couple of featured apps. We're going to talk about credit card processing apps and, and things like that, uh, mainly ChargeLogic, Century Business Solutions, and something that I'm not too familiar with called Microsoft Pay that uh, my co-host just sprung on me now. <laughs> so, Ken, why don't you tell us a little bit about Let's Sure. Pick. Yeah, so I guess the main, the, the, the first point is, you know, if you're running Business Central, yeah. The first thing to understand is, you know, can you go in and record customer deposits and cash receipts? Yes, you can. Mm-hmm. Uh, more and more people today, right, use credit cards. Yeah. So how do I process a credit card? I'm taking an order and the customer wants to pay for this on a credit card or the customer owes me a bunch of money for some past due invoices yeah. and I want them to I want to I want to accept a credit card mm-hmm. and pay with it. Keep track of it, yeah. So the, the the standard business central software when you install it does not have that. So that's the so first there's no point. credit card processing. Right. Out of the box. Right. But there are apps available. So if you go to App Source, uh, you can do a search on credit card uh, for bus- under business central mm-hmm. and you'll see that there are multiple solutions available. Uh, the, the, the first, and let's talk about the first, right, is Microsoft Pay. So uh, that's an app, you know. Um, now, Microsoft Pay, it's a, it's, a, it's a payment service hosted by Microsoft, mm-hmm. and they handle multiple types of payments, including credit card, WePay, PayPal, oh. uh, and, and other sources, right? Nice. So, so that, that's one solution uh, that's out there. There are other... Uh, Partner solutions, you know, yeah. um, one of which you mentioned, Charge Logic. Mm-hmm. Right. So Charge Logic has been around for a while. Uh, there's their product is credit card, right? That's their That's what they, do. they live butter. they live and breathe credit card processing. Yep. Right. They have a PCI compliant solution, um, and and so on. Um, but you know we don't we don't. It's a great solution, but it's not the only one. Um, there's also another solution out there. It's on AppSource. It's called NavX Credit Card. Mm. Um, and so, so you say, well, okay, so we've got Microsoft Pay. Let's put that in a bucket on its own, in a, mm-hmm. its own bucket. And then we've got these two different credit card processing ones that are out there. And great, I, different but some no, similarities. Not, I apologize if there are other ones out there. Um, and there, right. and tomorrow there may be. Right. I right? think that's something we should talk about. It's it's almost virtually impossible. 
for your partner or a partner like us to know everything about every single app that, that is out there. I mean, we have the ability to talk to Microsoft and learn about it quicker than uh, the end user does, but right off the bat, it's, it's almost impossible for us to know every, every app that's out there. It is, it is, and, and, and Microsoft is adding new apps mm -hmm. on a regular basis. I don't know what the schedule is, if it's daily, weekly, monthly, yeah. uh, whatever they're, they're uh, all I know is every time I go out there and I, I look for something, it seems like there's more uh, out there. Um, so, you know, I want to I kind of talk about Charge Logic and this Navex credit card um, and, and how they're similar and how they're different. Uh, the first thing is how they're kind of similar is that um, they're both PCI uh, validated or compliant, compliant yeah. solutions. Uh, you can take, accept credit cards uh, through both of them. You can, you know, take a credit card uh, against an, an outstanding sales order. Uh, which then charges your card once you end up shipping it and invoicing the customer, uh, and some reconciliation tools available. Um, the the Charge Logic solution they use their they are their own processor. So when you sign up for Charge Logic, Charge Logic is your credit card processor. You have to, you have to use them, right? Okay. So um, you know the benefits of that is that it's simple, it's easy, mm -hmm. right? Um, and and similarly. The NavX credit card solution uh, uses uh, a long-established uh, company, Century Business Solutions, yep. as their processor. Uh, and again, you you know you you don't have a choice. Mm -hmm. You utilize the processor associated with that each app each app. Yeah. Um, but that makes it simple. You know you don't you you, you may not be able to use your current processor mm -hmm. anymore, but. You know, there's there's a lot of difficulty associated with with and integrating also, your your ERP software, right. your processor, and your bank. Right. It also so, from what I'm gathering, it's it's helping you save a little bit of upfront costs as well. For sure. Because yeah. All the, the the fees, the monthly fees to utilize these applications mm -hmm. are really really affordable. Yeah. Um. It, it, you know, so so price is it really shouldn't be an issue mm -hmm. uh, if you need to take credit cards. Uh, within the software, um, the rates are pretty competitive, from what I understand. With what you may be paying now, if you have a credit card processor, yeah. and you tell me, "Well, we've got these negotiated rates, right. uh, and this is what we're paying," um, you know, the rates uh, are, are pretty competitive. Mm -hmm. uh, so, you know, in, in my opinion, even if those rates are slightly higher, you know, you're getting a fully integrated software system. Uh, yep. Elimination of, of duplicate entry. It's secure. Mm -hmm. The data is encrypted. Yep. You don't have to worry about you know a lot of different w other systems or manual systems. Right. You've got fraud. Yeah. And those they, are all things that cost you a lot of money. If, liabilities, if yep. exposure. Yeah. Um, there's there's a lot of risk out there. So uh, we we think these are both good solutions uh, that are out there, and they also both offer a payment portal. So what you can do is you can, you can direct your customer to a payment portal. You put a link on the invoice yeah. that you email to the customer. A PDF, right? They can click on the link and it takes them to a secure payment portal where they can actually enter their own credit card information and pay that invoice. Right. And I believe they can see different multiple invoices right not just the one right right sure yeah so in yep. the payment portal it's it's mm -hmm. it's specific to them so they're allowed to see different uh, invoices passed yeah. through and whatnot 
Yeah, so, so yeah, so today we just want to talk about credit card processing. Again, one, not included, right? So you need an app mm -hmm. for it. And then these are, these are some of the, the apps that, that we use, yeah. or we've had success with, yeah. uh, and we would recommend. Yeah, definitely. Implemented and supported both of them. Helps support both of them. Go with it. All right, so that brings us almost to the end of the podcast. Uh, we talked a lot, of, uh, a lot about you know, good things today, a couple of good apps, credit card uh, apps. We talked about uh, some wonderful beers, some business central features that are coming out. And uh, I got to say, Ken, really good choice in Zombie Dust Beer. Really good choice. Thank you. It's very good. You know, like I said, we, we, we got to set the bar. Yeah. The bar's set. I'm not afraid to go over the bar if we can find a way to get over the bar. <laughs> um, but, you know, next month, next time we meet, we're going to be drinking something else. Yeah. We'll see what's out there and what, what and works well. About that, yeah. I want to uh, give a quick shout out to uh, a buddy of mine who actually bought me my first beer when I was 21. His name is uh, Dan Lepresti. So thank you, my friend, for introducing me to, uh, to some beer back then. <laughs> do you remember what kind of beer it was? <sighs> I do not, to be honest with you. But back then, it was, it was probably Miller Light. Miller Light or something like that, yeah. No craft beers really back then in, no, uh, in no. bars. They weren't too popular. It was, a, yeah, Miller Light or Coors Light or Bud Light. Yeah, one of them, yeah. Something along those lines. I wish I did remember, to be honest with you. <laughs> but I do not. Do you remember your first uh, beer, bought that, or beer that somebody bought for you? You know, um, the f first beer that somebody bought for me. Because um, I don't remember the first beer I ever had. I'm going to uh, whether or not this is the, the truth, the one that comes to my mind is um, a friend of my, my older brother, Rich. Mm -hmm. uh, his name was, uh, I don't want to, I won't give his name because I was underage at the time. Oh. <laughs> um, but went out and, and, and did us a solid and got us uh, a case of old style <laughs> that's definitely uh right it's definitely old school right there <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's a hard that's a hard beer to start out with <laughs> right yeah so uh i remember i distinctly and it, and it wasn't like you know today's a case of beer today comes in like a cardboard yeah. uh, box yeah this was this was like the uh uh, uh a corrugated like base, oh, was it? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> With four six packs that were, you know, connected. Oh, oh, I, know, oh I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and they were in it. Okay. It was just a corrugated <laughs> half box. That's like, awesome. Picture like a half a box. You know, just the yeah. the, the the base of it. Right. Uh, with <laughs> with the great. 24 beers in it, not even like a, a regular case like you'd see today. Styles. Yeah, old style. What was the last time you had old style? Oh, yeah, I couldn't tell you either. I would I would bet it would have had to been a Cubs game. Yeah. Probably around ten years ago. Yeah. I'm probably yeah probably probably around the same for me for old style. Yeah. I, not I, not I, a beer choice. No. <laughs> not no. something I'm ordering when I'm going somewhere. <laughs> no, nope, not for me either. So, but well, I'm looking forward to I I I I've had a great time. This has been fun. Yeah. Many more to come. I am looking forward to our our next meeting. Yep. The beer, the snacks, yeah, it's and be a good. shot of Business Central. Agreed. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We truly appreciate it. Uh, as always, if you have any questions or whatnot about ERP, CRM, uh, give us a call at 847-590-3000 or email us at info at solstice.com. 
Uh, when this is posted, we will put show notes, which will have links to some of the things that we talked about today. So uh, have a good one, everyone.